Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. At Lockie Lockerson on Twitter is Groundhog Day, a top five Bill Murray movie of all time. I think it's like a top one whoa. Bill Murray movie of all time. What's like your top three right now? Give me like a top three. I mean, both Ghostbuster movies are better than Groundhog's Day. I mean, I still Stripe, got Caddy, Caddy, Caddyshack. Stripes both is better than Groundhog's Day. I mean, Caddyshack can definitely be better than Groundhog Day. I think that's okay. Yeah. Stripes can definitely be better than Groundhog Day. Like, reasonable people can have that argument. I don't know <laughs> if I'm like locking in both Ghostbusters for sure is better. Like, really? Lost? Like, Ghostbu- Ghostbusters 2 is on... T- there are two channels on your television. Yeah. All the other channels are shut off. So this yeah. is, like, what Netflix is trying to do, basically. So you have two channels. Yeah. Uh, one is showing Ghostbusters 2. One is showing Groundhog Day. You're definitely going on channel A? Really? So, I mean... Okay, so my options would be Bill Murray... Who was Murray. the guy in the painting? What was his name? Igor? Igor. Igor. Uh, so I'm, yeah, so yeah. my two options here, Ken, are I either get... Bill Murray reliving the same day over and trying to dupe a woman into loving him, which eventually after like 10 minutes becomes old, but they keep doing it for another 30 minutes. Oh, you're so disparaging. Or condescending commentary. Or I get... It's like Citizen Kane. It's like, yeah, the stupid sled and the guy's just like yearning for it. Or... It's like, or it's the best movie of all time. Or I get... Super horny, panting Sigourney Weaver or this State Puffed true. Marshmallow Man. Like, this I think true, I know where I'm going so with my Basically, you're a 10-year-old. Basically, you're like a 10-year-old. That's what you're saying. That's when I saw like, these I could, movies. I could, I could get, like, some really remarkable insight into the human experience, or I could look at hot Sigourney Weaver and a marshmallow. The human experience. You're a, deep, you're a deep thinker with some of these movies. Ken Barkley's deep, Yeah, man. I'm a grown-up. It's called being a grown-up. <laughs> yeah. Can we go deep okay. with Ken now? What? What? Let me ask you this. <laughs> Can we go deep? With, I think that's a new name of the segment i think we got a new title going deep uh let's let's go deep with gambling so i you know i want to hold some of our super bowl stuff for next week because this is like weird awkward week where it's everybody wants to talk about the super bowl but you don't want to talk about the super bowl because you don't want to fire your load off too early and we got to hold it for next week what is the sport that ken barkley enjoys gambling on the most and i don't know if it's the nfl or not so if it isn't you can go that number one but if it is the nfl then what's number two i mean am am i allowed to include like Everything, everything, season long, season long stuff too. Everything. Any market, any market, any anything you, you want. Ken Barkley. Yeah, I love awards. I love all award markets because really? they're really dumb. They're just like really <laughs> dumb. Uh, it's trying to handicap really subjective human behavior. Like, what are what is this group of 
I was going to call them names. What is this group of voters going to do when handed like all of this information? Like, what are they going to do? So I'll give you an example of one that's going on right now. That's like really interesting. So the sixth man of the year award in the NBA is like a particularly stupid award because if you're like really good, then you don't, then you don't come off the bench anymore and then you can't win. So it's like, you have to be good enough that you can win but you can't be good enough that you're like actually good that you like break the starting lineup. So it's like, in that way, it's kind of a silly award, but Russell Westbrook is the favorite for this award. He's been the favorite basically since like week three of the season when they, uh, the Lakers moved into that role. Right. And what you're basically, your task is when you handicap this is you have to figure out like, okay, so in the history of the award, it never goes to a player on a bad team and the Lakers are awful. And it basically like, always goes to someone who's like definitely like meaningfully contributing to team success. So like would be like a good way to put it, which Westbrook is also not doing. He's like usually a negative on court player this year, less so, but like, he's a, like, he didn't play in the, in the final five minutes of the game in an overtime against the Celtics on Saturday. He was on the bench for that part of the game, which kind of tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> so like what you have to figure out is our voters going to be like, well, yeah, sure. But like, he's Russell Westbrook. So like, let's vote him anyway because he's like this big name and it's like, you know, who else am I going to vote for? Or are they going to kind of do what they always do, which is vote for somebody on a really good team? Like that's your exercise. None of that has to do with like, well, I'm betting this point spread because I think this guy is going to, it's like you're, you're trying to literally handicap humans (laughs) and like what they're going to do. And like, are they going to be dumb? Like, are they like when Westbrook won MVP, like they're a they're terrible team, like actively stole rebounds from his teammates to inflate his statistics. Like, but you have to figure out, like, I don't know. I think they're going to get, I think they're going to get tricked. I think they're going to get tricked by this. I mean, honestly, Aaron Judge winning AL MVP, anybody winning MVP over Otani is like kind of the same thing. Like, oh, hits a lot of home runs. I got to vote for him. But like, you could figure that out. You could figure out that people were going to get tricked by that right. and like vote for that player when Otani's like a better player. So it's not that like I'm, it's not sour grapes. Like I think judge, I always thought judge was going to win because I thought voters were going to vote for him. So it's like different in that way than like trying to figure out who's going to win a game. Interesting. Uh, can I, can I go back to the movie thing? Cause you did say <laughs> something uh, despite, okay. despite our differences on Bill Murray. By the movies, way, it's v, uh, listeners have correct. It's yeah. Vigo. Vigo. Okay. I think is the guy in the painting. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, d- despite it, I mean, we both agree we like Bill Murray. I like, that's a commonality. We can Absolutely. share that passion. Oh, of course. In modern times, you got to find common ground. We do, and the common ground yeah. is there. You right. you said though, like the meaning of the movie, and I I'm always interested because I we do like talking about non sports things with you because your day is probably just filled with not only you better you bet stuff, but then getting off the air and texting and hey Ken, what do you think? Hey Ken, should I lay a bet? Like if that's your day. Let's break you away from sports here, especially this week. What do you mean when you say you watch Groundhog's Day for the deeper meaning? What is the deeper meaning when you watch the movie Groundhog's Day for you? Oh, man, that's like a really, really good question. Um, I think it like forces all of us to confront the idea of like living with no regrets. And like if we could do like if we could go back and do something over again, what would we do? So like in the movie, he does like hilarious things over right. and over. He tries to kill himself a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. And I know that doesn't sound funny, but it is. And then, you know, he like goes to the, like the bowling alley, picks up the guys and they drive on the train tracks with the ground. He steals the groundhog. He like does all this stuff, but like all of that, even though all of it's very funny and like, you're kind of like, just like laughing the whole time. She like points to the idea of 
like living with no regrets. Like what if you did that in your everyday life, not steal a groundhog and drive on the train tracks. But like, <laughs> what if you like, like when you thought about it, what if you like went for it basically in some kind of like macro sense, like whether that's romantically, whether that's like at your job, mm. whether that's leaving your job to do something else that you really want to do, which I know a lot of people think about all the time. Um, you know, just like, what if you like went for it and then like lived life without regrets? What would happen in that situation? And he's basically, he gets to do that because he has a safety net because he knows he's just going to wake up the next day. It's going to be the same day. So like, I can go for it. I can take extreme risks because like I have that safety net. Obviously we don't have that safety net. So like, what would you do with no safety net? You know what they call that? Going deep with Ken. Well, I mean, I, I, I think Ken's making so a good, that's yeah. a, it's not a good point. Definitely not for 10-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, no marshmallows. <laughs> no marshmallows or, yeah, like nothing, no, no, you know, it's just, oh, like an attractive woman in a marshmallow. Well, I mean, I just, you know. Mr. Sigourney Weaver is I, hot. How though. can I watch anything else? Well, I yeah, think, I think. And she, she also happens to be a really good actress. But yes, yeah, she's great. So, she's a great she actress. Is, and it's got yeah. Rick Moranis, like yeah. Canadian's favorite son. Like, I think sure. you're bringing up a good point, though, of of finding the deeper meaning, like, People would laugh at this, but that's I, I kind of take deep meanings away from the movies John Wick. You know what I mean? Like, we can watch kind of anything and have deep meanings to movies. Sure. Like what's your meaning? What's your deep meaning what's for John the, what's Wick? What's the deep meaning of John Wick? Yeah. Was, yeah uh, like, loneliness and companionship. Don't, don't sure. kill a guy's dog. The, no, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the plot, but... Uh, right, you basically just describe like what happens in the movie. It's like, oh, like what do you take away from John Wick? Like uh, shooting people and walking. And, uh, sure, you know, yeah, like on the service good. level, a right. dog is killed, and now there's vengeance. But like, it's 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 companionship and it's wanting of love and partnership sure. and loneliness, loneliness, living life in isolation, living yeah. in isolation, but having somebody there to still support you and 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 you know you cherish that person and fighting for relationships that matter like i feel like i'm back in an ap english class what did the book yeah, really mean like that doesn't it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna read we're gonna read jane Eyre. Right? let's, let's be read great. between yeah. the lines okay? what, what is your favorite movie of all time oh i so i you know people have asked me this before i was at a terrible i always like don't have an answer which yeah. is kind of a terrible answer <laughs> that's a tough question um, though I like, you know, I'll give you, can I give you like a, a director? Like, so it's like this guy's, so, uh, David Fincher movies are like my favorite movies in general. So, uh, social network. Yeah. Seven. Ah. Uh, the game, the game with Michael Douglas, which is like an incredibly Boy, underrated movie. These are all good movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is like the David Fincher catalog. Gone girl. Didn't incredible. he do gone girl? That was an okay movie. That was pretty good. Yeah. Gone girl. So was like, interesting. Yeah. I mean like it's look, there's not, we're not going to have a hundred percent hit rate. Just like people who like Tarantino. Sure. I mean, they'll tell you they like all the movies, but like, there's no way they like all the movies. Uh, so like, you know that I'd say like that, there's a filmmaker that I really like. I always, growing up, A Few Good Men was like always the movie that I would watch when it was on TV all the time. Mm. I could definitely quote like the entire movie. It's a Sorkin stuff, which yeah. is funny because that, that's Social Network too, which one of the reasons that's one of my favorite movies because it's Fincher and Sorkin together, which is just like incredible. Um, but Sorkin's like West Wing, A Few Good Men, American President. Mm-hmm. Um, the newsroom's an absolutely atrocious television show, but Ooh, that's like, wow. it's almost like a, he's almost like a parody of him. He's like a parody of himself <laughs> wow. at that point. It's like, it's like all the, all the writing and all the pace, like it's the pace is the same, but the content is so far fetched. Like I just, there's people have retweeted scenes from this mo- this show before. And it's just like, what, none of this would ever happen in real life. And the point of the show is to be realistic. Yeah. So like how it's like when that's your goal, like this isn't Ghostbusters, right? You can't like say something like in Ghostbusters. Yes. We suspend disbelief because you know, there are ghosts. So you would suspend disbelief, but with, with the newsroom, it's kind of supposed to be 
like loosely based on reality, and it, it's completely ridiculous. I, I, I like Sorkin, but the thing about I like about Sorkin is how well he writes but how incredibly unrealistic the dialogue is. Like the oh, social no network. no one talks like that. Nobody I talks like to. that. I try to talk like that. Like I talk really fast. I tend to be pretty witty when I talk. Like I am, I'm you're like, no one can achieve a Sorkin level of writing and how they talk in real life. But let's say like a 10 is like, you actually talk like they do in the cross-examination of a few good men, which no one would ever talk like. Um, I think I'm like a seven. I think I like I can get there sometimes okay. with maybe like like peaks that get to the eight nine range, and but the problem is even when you do that, you don't have like a companion to do it with. I mean, it's John Wick, right? Companionship. You don't have somebody to like. No one's along for the ride with you. Yes, I'm talking like that, and everyone just looks at me, <laughs> and I just go back to my room and shut the door, basically at that point. You making any Oscar plays this weekend? You in the Oscar market? Oh. I don't. I, that's such a good question. I wish. I yeah. have you guys seen any of these movies? I've seen. A, I've seen a couple of them. I wanted to watch the Banshee one with Colin Farrell. I think it's on. Yeah, I heard that one was good. That yeah. was going to win a bunch of stuff, right? Like the Banshees of Insurin. Or yeah, that's called. what it yeah. is. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. watch that. It's on one of the streaming platforms. Is all quiet on the Western Front up for anything? Because I saw that on Netflix. Yeah, a lot. That it's was pretty good. Like everything, yeah. I think. Yeah, that was honestly. A good movie. Okay. And like, there's some. Uh, there's an actress who got nominated for best. This is like the story of the Oscars, I guess. This actress got nominated for uh, for Best Actress, obviously, and but it was like out of nowhere. Like no one ever thought she would be nominated, and then it was like all of the actual like actresses and actors in the movies like pushed her to get nominated. Like it was like this grassroots movement. I was just reading the story the other day. I wish I could remember her name, but like that's the only award I've heard anything about because it was just like very surprising mm. that she ended up getting nominated. Is, is the it the gal that played Marilyn Monroe? No, but I, I think I've I think I've also read about that. that so anyway, I am the sucked. I am the worst person to ask about Oscar stuff. I just okay. like I don't watch like fancy fancy pants movies and stuff. Why we just talked about my favorite movies? I didn't say, <laughs> you know, like Chocolat or something. This well, is like one of my favorite movies. So. The Oscars is too Yeah, the Oscars is disconnected yeah. though from the reality of movie watching for most people in America. It's like and best right, score. I- for for movie you've never seen and it's like cool I I'm happy for these people I've never seen this what's your favorite TV show then ooh uh, that's a good but like ever or just right now no right now right now uh well I tell you what I just watched that was awesome I love how this conversation is just like things about my day yeah like, what, what's Ken what kind of doing what you're gonna have in like an hour what yeah. you got we so, like you Ken we want to know you the listeners are demanding more movie opinions from Ken yeah. dude is legit I text it in I bet they are uh the I just watched. Uh, Breakpoint, which is the Netflix docuseries about tennis. Okay. Um, and it's the guys who did uh, Formula One Drive to Survive, which is like a really popular show that's also very good. That producer team is starting to do all the other sports. Mm-hmm. So if you like that formula, and I can't recommend Drive to Survive enough. It's awesome. It's like the best documentary series going about sports. So this is Breakpoint is their take on tennis. So it's the Australian Open and French Open last year. They follow like Nick Kyrgios and Taylor Fritz and uh, Felix Ajay Aliassime, who are like all these really good tennis players and like follow them through the tournaments. And the level of access is just unbelievable. And they're going to release more parts of it. They're also doing the, if you've seen the promo for the golf oh, yeah. series that's coming out, and that's that same team. So this is like Breakpoint is their tennis version of that. So that's, okay. I would say that's the thing I've watched that I've liked the most recently. Okay. I, 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 I saw Goodwill Hunting and I watched Robin Williams as a therapist. And so my therapy sure. takeaway is you just kind of poo pooed. Listeners really are like liking your movie takes. Yeah. And you sounded oh, like you were taking that as sarcasm. <laughs> People not, actually no. generally like your movie takes. <laughs> yeah. Happy. We should do it. Well, let's do a, well, we're, we're already going deep. We'll do it like every week. We'll try to do a, 
Go deep well, with Kevin. I mean, it can't just be any movie take, but yeah. we could, I mean, you know, we could try to figure something out, I guess. <laughs> Somebody texted in spray getting his anti-Groundhog's Day take dominated has made my morning. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know how, it, like, you you did the classic thing of let me take the plot of the movie, but explain it in a way that makes it sound like the stupidest thing in the entire world. Yes, like, I did. Like I did God, do that. Like the Godfather. Yes. It's like, yeah, there's this, like, guy, and he does <laughs> family. a family with some dude. Yeah, there's, like, some people are getting married or something. There's a brother there. Know. I don't know. Don't, we do, that? Don't, don't we do that to yeah. opinions we don't like? We just, like, poo-poo them <laughs> <Right>. in a way. <laughs> but you, just, you framed it. Like, yes, that is what the movie is about. It's like, yeah, it's the guy, and he's, like, he's going through the same day over and over. It's, like, really stupid. It's like, well, okay, there's, there's kind of a lot of other things that are also going on while that's happening. Well, this is, uh, this is why my mom hated me when I, when I was growing up. Now you're kind of getting uh, a backstory. Now, we got, now, now we're, we're going deep. Psych- now we're doing the psychological stuff. Now we're really going deep. Now so. we're going deep with Sprague. We already went deep with Ken. Now we're going deep with Sprague. <laughs> hey, you got, any, uh, you got any gambling picks you like this weekend? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few things going on right now that I think are, 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 are pretty awesome. Uh, can I give you – I'll give you something really random. Yeah, I'll give you a couple sure. things that are really random. Uh, Ace, the ACC is the worst basketball conference like I've ever seen, basically. I mean, it's, it's just hideous. Um, but I think there are a couple teams that really long shot prices but still have a chance to win the conference. So Virginia is winning the conference right now. Like, I mean, nobody really cares about the specifics. Uh, Duke plays North Carolina this weekend. Duke will be like a five-point favorite. It's the first meeting between the teams. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a version of Duke that's awesome, and I think I'm right. And you can find them like 40 to one to win the ACC. They play Virginia later this year. They need to outperform Virginia. If they beat them, they need to outperform them by one game and all the other games combined to tie them at the end of the season. And they're like 40 to one basically. So they're not, they're not the favorite. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't even be, they should probably be like 10 to one. Um, so it's not going to happen a lot, but it's a, it's a big price on a team that's usually really awesome. Okay. There you go. Insider or, uh, that he is the host of you better. You bet Odyssey sports betting insider, Ken Barkley insider calls are presented by BetMGM. going deep with Ken. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app at Lockie Lockerson on Twitter. Look forward to chatting uh, Super Bowl with you next week. Thanks as always, man. Sounds good. Let's, let's go deep. Let's do it. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 